0: Harper Lee's Snapchat might have been lit. Oh, my God. (laughs) This is the Open Ended Podcast, where two best friends discuss tech culture with a side of sass. I'm James T. Green, somebody who can get all their groceries at Aldi for under $100. Nice,
1: and I am Cher Vincent, and I am what they call delightful.
0: They, who's they? Everyone. Okay. (laughs)
1: The nation is mourning the passing of Harper Lee, beloved author of To Kill a Mockingbird, considered one of the great literary works of our time. And
0: that was like really wild. Like I was in the middle of teaching my student and then all of a sudden one of them just said, oh, Harper Lee just died. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like in the middle of class. Holy and I was shit. like, we had to take a break. <laughs> totally. Like I had to process this. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So what's your relationship with um, To Kill a Mockingbird?
0: Um, honestly, it was the first book that I read in school that I could actually pay attention to mm-hmm. and finish through and feel completely okay with it. Also, mm-hmm. it was like really interesting to hear my teachers say "nigger," um, which sure, kind of totally. like blew my mind. I was like, "Okay, I understand it's in the book, but I'm just like, okay, mm-hmm. you seem a little comfortable <laughs> oh, with man. this, you know?" Oh no! But it's fantastic book. I mean, like.
1: I was a little young to read that book, I think, in some respects, because they probably they right, re- right. recommended for you like when you're in high school. But I started reading it, and I didn't. I read it the first time when I was ten, but I didn't read it and actually really comprehend it like I did the film until I was about thirteen. And I tried it again because I've read the book about eight times Mm -hmm. in my life and I reference it a lot just when I'm going through something or like when I see something terrible happening in the world. I reference that book so many times because it's sadly still relevant Mm -hmm. in these times. Now, when you were like processing
0: the book, were you also like dealing with like your own identity and, like, finding your blackness? Because, like, I know I was. Certainly. Yeah, but w- how was it in your perspective?
1: Well, because I come from two different backgrounds, you know, being a biracial child. Right. It was interesting because I not only saw the struggles of my mother's side of our family and dealing with what blackness is and what a, a an African-American in America is like and, de- and trying to understand that, Atticus is the person who's trying to deal with this deal with this case and come from a third party perspective and not have any kind of bias behind it. And so you had Atticus who was defending Tom Robinson, and had to be a third party perspective and had to be unbiased about what was happening. And also you you have Tom Robinson and his friends and family who had to even be in the balcony; they couldn't even sit on the floor with him. During the case, right, and it's just there were so many. Pers- there was those two perspectives, and they were stark. And it was in, in both of those perspectives are potentially in me.
0: It does, and then it almost like legitimizes your feelings, mm-hmm. especially like when you're reading the treatment of the various characters in the book, and then like for me coming as a perspective from a black male, yeah, I wanna and know about then, that for sure. and then kind of like exploring my own identity. Like this is something. At least, like, I know I struggled with back in that day, kind of feeling like I wasn't black enough um, for all the black people that were around absolutely, me. Absolutely. Um, like, I got made fun of a ton when I was in elementary and middle and even high school mm-hmm. of being in honors classes or mm-hmm. talking white or um, liking certain things that supposedly black people didn't do you know what mm-hmm. i mean but at the same time like you'd still get called a nigger if you're like walking on the wrong side of town um at least like for me in my like hometown you know so it's like you have this weird identity crisis of certainly oh apparently i'm not black enough for some of my family members that make fun of me because i talk proper and i like quote unquote white mm-hmm. things but then white people don't see me as them so who am i thing, absolutely you know?
1: and then i got the and i got that a lot as well because you know When we watched the film or any kind of interaction with black students, I got the, oh man, you light skinned and, you know, or high yellow or whatever those, you know, awful, awful phrases that I hate. Um, Mm -hmm. And just because I, they felt that I didn't deserve to have the exact same reaction in certain um, situations because I wasn't all
0: black. So, did you experience like any kind of colorism? in your own growing up experience
1: certainly I you know I identified mostly with my black friends because I grew up in a predominantly black neighborhood so um I had you know I didn't have a lot of friends at school because it was a mixed school I um it was predominantly white but there was a subsect of students um Bus being bussed in from surrounding black neighborhoods going to the white school, mm-hmm. but the white but the black kids really didn't like me, and I, some of the white kids liked me at school, so like it was weird like I like I had mostly white friends at school and then mostly black friends at home and I never really had that kind of community in the academic world until I was in high school, and it was just really it was it was strange because I never really felt that I could have a place where I I could identify as being both black and white ever Uh in a space. And it hasn't, it's only been until my adulthood that I found some balance in that regard, like in college and then post-college finding that identity. But even in college, there was issues in that regard as well, just because, you know, dating and all that other stuff, you know, there's, we start learning more and more about layers and levels of a certain situation and not being able to um, express this frustration.
0: Yeah. And honestly, at that time period, you kind of feel alone. You know, you know we didn't have social media really yeah. at that time that we could immediately... Log on and see a bunch of people that did look like us Mm -hmm. and validate our existences.
1: Yeah, and so I just felt, you know, like I was grasping at straws and trying to surround myself with people who were a little more open minded. And unfortunately, for a long time, I didn't, I wasn't with a lot of open minded uh, black people. It was mostly Mm. white folks that I found a little more acceptance, which is disappointing. But it, yeah, I just, it just kind of, that's what happened.
0: Well, Harper Lee. Rest in power.
1: Thank you, Harper Lee, for Thank everything. Thank you, yeah, for sure. That, you know, you've, you you woke up a whole nation.
0: Welcome to the 58th Annual Grammy Award! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah, cause The Grammys happen. The, the Grammys happened. The Grammys happened. Yo, and, yeah. you know,
1: I mean, we're, we usually don't take kind of route or like, Topics of the week, but I feel like these two events happened this week that I feel are worthy talking about. And one of those things started off the week was um, this incredible, you know, almost revolutionary performance by Kendra Lamar.
0: Unbelievably talented, <clears throat> but the thing I find most interesting about like that performance is more along the lines of the reactions that it gathered about sure. um, from people, and it sort of like brought out those e- e- like I am gonna put it out there like sort of liberal TM, like liberal trademark type sure. people, like capital L liberal people that mm-hmm. you think they're well doing, but in fact, like they're just microaggressioned out as like the rest of everyone else, mm-hmm. and also things like that wasn't deserved or why would you do something like that? And it's like, it's not for you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you exactly. know, it's not for you.
1: And I think that's what's so revolutionary about the performance is that he wasn't directing it towards most of that audience who were sitting there in that that theater or the viewing audience at home. He was doing mm. it for the people in Compton. He was doing the people who were at home who were you know, scared to leave their house because they're afraid to get shot. You know, mm. from the from people who are supposed to be protecting them. That it was not for white folks; it was right. for people of color. It right. was for Orders it, it was for someone who looks like him.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that relates to the other thing that happened involving personal friends of the show, Beyonce. Bitch, I'm back. <laughs> 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 Only and, in my dreams. <laughs> and how she's getting, getting blamed by the cops. Yeah, there was <laughs> actually two things.
1: more two more um police forces have announced boycotting.
0: Um literally really. Yeah. yeah <laughs> um, latest music video. <laughs> you mix that Negro with that Creole make a Texas. Bam, I'm, all, I'm all.
1: Too much for some local cops. He has made an anti-police message It was first no. Miami, because, of course, Florida. Yeah, of wow. course.
0: Florida is just, like, forever Fucking on, Florida, on our shit The septic
1: tank of, this, of the nation. Um, then Tampa, another Florida city, and Nashville have now decided to boycott the Beyoncé shows that are coming this spring. It's, yeah. And it's just, like—and that's the thing that's like, kind of fucked up, is that, I mean, again— Kendrick is not going on tour so we don't know what that might look like but um Beyonce announced a tour and people are still pissed about her doing her um performance on the Super Bowl halftime show and being anti-police and all of this nonsense which I don't know. Which is
0: not happening. Which is, right, which, <laughs> which is, not is not happening. happening. <laughs> like,
1: it never came out of her mouth. There was no, like, anti police slurs or anything. She's just pretty much telling, her, like, y'all, She's stop
0: be- killing us, please. Right, you know exactly. what I mean? Like, how is that? How is that a problem right. for and somebody people, to tell?
1: Right, <laughs> and then like you know, just play devil's advocate here. People are like, "Well, that wasn't a platform for her to do that." I mean, the video is one thing, but what she, isn't a platform? <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. But like, play like, devil's devil's advocate. People were upset that she decided to do that on the, the Super Bowl stage because it's family friendly.
0: Honestly, that's the smartest platform you can ever do when you have the entire nation watching tell everyone to stop fucking killing us
1: right and also like i as a woman as a person who you know maybe one day i'll have a family i would like my family to know what's going on in the world right and having that platform and and knowing that like yeah shit's going on and you should be informed that's (laughs) The kind of knowledge, the kind of information that you want your family to know about. Mm. You don't. I mean, yeah, it's like it's about football. Like, no, no.
0: <laughs> when has it ever been about, about football? football. What has the Super Bowl ever been about football? Uh, that's the we last thing <laughs>
1: about. Like, it's uh, it's mostly right. advertisements, right? We talk ball so, ball so playing much playing, about the commercials. And There's football between the commercials, and, <laughs> and
0: like these sleepy ass bands that are playing, like the old one, like the older Super Bowls. Like, when has it ever been about football? Sure. Yeah, exactly. So um.
1: that, so, yeah, it's just it's upsetting that. You know, you have a woman who her existence is revolutionary, essentially, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and she can't be a creative artist and she can't a billion, you know, assholes trying to bring her down. I don't know. It's just really upsetting. And yeah, can Beyonce live, man? Like, can she live?
0: But where this beautiful Venn diagram kind of comes together Mm and if you, well, obviously you're not seeing us right now, but I just but made a Venn diagram with my fingers. Um, <laughs> supposed to playing at home. There's a Venn diagram. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I created a Venn diagram right now, is the criticism that has been occurring between Beyonce and Kendrick and how Kendrick is praised, but Beyonce so you, is shat on pretty yeah. much. And I wonder why, Sarah. You know, Kendrick has
1: (laughs) almost had universal praise, whereas Beyonce has had a lot of praise. But there's so much more vocal criticism, I think, in that regard. Yeah. And I don't know, maybe, you know, they put a little more pressure on Beyonce for being a little more perfect, a little more, as whereas Kendrick is still, like, you know, still Mm. earning his bones to a certain degree. Like, he's still, I mean, he's been around for a while, but not, Nearly as long as Beyonce.
0: Well, I was thinking about it more along the lines of, like, with Kendrick and Beyonce. They're both making things that are markers in talk, in advancing the conversation that has already been happening Mm -hmm. about not only um, black death, but then also celebrating black joy. Oh, certainly. Um, But what I find is incredibly interesting is how Kendrick will receive more praise for these type of things but Beyonce will receive a lot more criticism and it's usually um, you know it's it's usually misogynistic it's usually oh for sure and it's I mean usually that's, yeah. from the deep corners of Hotep Twitter oh yeah and that's like what I was getting towards <laughs> Jimmy, like. well um, they
1: like put Beyonce on this pedestal that she has to be perfect black woman and then the moment that she has a political stance on anything that she's knocked off of it and that now she's an angry black woman and it's just and it's definitely misogynist it's so mm-hmm. misogynist mm-hmm. whereas you know you know Kendrick in this uh, you know in this life, he's a strong you know black man who has mm-hmm. a voice and has a you know a place to say it Mm -hmm. women don't get that same courtesy yeah but
0: beyonce is is criticized for saying she's being a capitalist and she's capitalizing Mm -hmm. off of these type of things when it's like y'all both making money (laughs) off of these two things i guarantee kendrick ain't doing this shit for free oh you know and it's like okay who fucking cares if you're making money off of this type of thing because in the end you have to pay bills Mm -hmm. like you can't criticize somebody for being a capitalist if you are like tweeting from your desk at your job you're making money we're getting money from this podcast we're capitalists yeah exactly i mean like (laughs) you know art ain't free um (laughs) right right so i just like don't understand that argument particularly um especially when it's specifically directed at her yeah um for like the exact same reason when they're both making politically minded music but you know beyonce's um perspective is oh she's just doing this for the tour or she's sexualizing this or that and you know all this type of stuff and yeah, Ugh. yeah it's just, it's just <laughs> the internet was exhausting this week
1: <laughs> yeah and it's just it's concerning because you know you have such and you have two powerful performances mm-hmm. and i feel like that's the last thing people are talking about right as regards to what happened, like you have two incredible artists who, who are allowed to, not allowed, but like are doing this on a stage and performing. That should be the only thing that anyone should be talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, yeah, there's political minded things, but like politics have been involved in music as long as music has been around. Mm-hmm. And the fact that that's the only thing that you can, that's the only thing you're tucking away from what's going on is insulting. Yeah. It's really insulting because they are performers. That's what they're doing. They're performing and yeah they have political undertones what's going
0: on but like why the fuck not <laughs> why can't I mean, they why I mean, can't you why can't they I mean
1: every other white dude with a guitar decides like I'm gonna have a point and I'm gonna spread it across <laughs> I'm, gonna make a gonna politi- I'm gonna
0: make a political song and, um, Are and people gonna with? listen
1: and they fucking do it and no one else says 20, anything 20, about 20
0: fuck yeah. 20 whatever I don't even know yeah what like year yeah
1: that? yeah president 20, 2016 like yeah Bernie, like whatever like yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. just like fuck, Ugh. yeah it's like fuck all of you guys like i mean you you can't just strip away the performances on just one particular aspect of it you can't you have to look at it as a whole you mm-hmm. can't just you know pinpoint on one particular thing and that's what i feel like that's what's happening like no one's actually thinking about performances or even like like just the songs in general yeah, are man. so great and I feel like it's the last part of the conversation that
0: everyone's actually talking about I don't know what did we solve in this conversation well, nothing we shit <laughs> nothing I think I we're, think just like, okay. we're just
1: vocalizing our frustrations and realizing that they are there and they mm-hmm. should be expressed and if you have frustrations or like if you have something to say in this conversation hit us up
0: yeah, hit us up. Now we have a hashtag now? We have a hashtag. What it's is our hashtag?
1: It's called Ask Open Ended. Yeah,
0: hashtag Ask Open Ended. And if you are a hotep, don't contact us because we will not answer. <laughs> no. <laughs> we will not answer your nope. ass. Um, but yeah, hashtag Ask Open Ended. Or even like hit up, up our, um, our Ask.fm. Um, you it's, can be, it's hella lonely. So you should it's go there. really lonely. You should go there. So you should go in there and throw something in that hole. Um yeah. It's AskFM slash Open Ended FM. And um, uh, just
1: let's get the conversation going. Yeah. I would love to hear your responses and your thoughts and feelings mm-hmm. and frustrations as well. Because I mean,
0: we're well, talking into mics, right? And we're and sad. We're sad, and just but also, we're happy at the same time.
1: Sure. And. <laughs> I wasn't happy. <laughs> but I mean happy. I'm is filled word. with black
0: joy right now. Okay, yeah, I I I have that. a beer in my hand. I'm <laughs> there's what a time to be alive. I got I got
1: a Line of LaCroix having happening over here. I'm yeah. Pretty, pretty salad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we just wanna know what you think about this because um I feel like we might talk about this next week as well or at least something along these lines and um follow up for sure.
0: Yeah. Hit us up. Hit up. So this week's episode of Open Ended is sponsored by a company called Jackbox. Tell me about Jackbox, there.
1: Get five hilarious party games in the Jackbox Party Pack from the creators of You Don't Know Jack. Now on Xbox One, PS3, PS4, Steam, and more. Go to
0: jackboxgames.com for more information. They actually also support Sega so Dreamcast, Atari, and um, Game Boy cube, non-color. What the Cube? And Game Boy Cube. No, Game Boy... <laughs> Nintendo cube Whatever Actually I lied on all that so, What about yeah, the
1: dream oh, Did you say that already I said
0: the Sega Dreamcast Oh okay um, But yeah it's Go dream. to jackboxgames.com And buy one of those games I know about games Yeah games are cool Hey Hey What time is it It's open all It's time. open call time what, 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 what mean forward. Tell you, rewind. Blub, blah, blah. <laughs> okay. Um, what? <laughs> what is your open call this week? Yeah.
1: Okay, my open call this week is I actually just listened to it earlier today on my way to church. But um Memory Palace, they have some new episodes up and the most recent episode came out a couple of weeks ago. Um, episode eighty-two called The Wheel, and it's about Robert Smalls. What if they just took the boat? They could do it. It would be dangerous, but... What if they just took the boat?
0: They had the men. There were eight of them who were solid. They were good Are seniors. you familiar with Robert Smalls I am not, so inform me.
1: Robert Smalls, he hijacked a Confederate boat and freed a bunch of slaves on it. He was a black man. Hey. He masqueraded as a Confederate uh, boat captain. He wore the captain Confederate captain's hat and... Um, he set a bunch of slaves free, and he met the president of the United States, Abraham Lincoln, and he um eventually bought the slave plantation that he was raised on. And yeah, it's just that's right. And the thing about um, if you're not familiar with the Memory Palace, is that Nate Mayo, shout out to Nate DeMayo, one of my podcast boos. He you should hop on the show. I'm just saying. Just saying. Just saying. He actually announced this episode that he is coming through Midwest states or pen, uh, are, are about to be announced. And hopefully one of those Midwest states is a Chicago date. So, I mean, I
0: feel like it would be a wasted effort if you didn't come to Chicago. So date. just
1: saying, Nate Mayo, holler at your girl. Hey. I'm a faithful listener. But if you haven't listened to the memory of playlist, they're about 20 minutes long and there are American history stories. Mm-hmm. And he has done some really beautiful stories in the past- few months. Uh, one of my favorites actually um, came out around the time that the um, Charleston shootings came out and it was about the um, the statue of one of the first Ku Klux Klan members and how um, Charleston members took the statue down and just all the mm. history behind it and just beautiful writing first and foremost. They're always super poetic and they don't seem like a history lesson ever. It mm. just seems like a story that he is just reading from a book. Right. And um, I've been a fan of him for a while, and I am just happy that he's doing stuff in the world, and it just made me really happy to be a black person, happy to be, like, black history, and... I don't know, it just fill me with a lot of joy that I've been missing the last few weeks. So mm-hmm. thank you, Nita Mayo. Thank you, Memory Palace. And I hope to see you in the spring because it's supposed to be coming in May.
0: Yeah, I absolutely love Memory Palace. And as someone who does not really like history lessons, learning stuff from the memory palace is like the one way where i can get my dose of history and not feel like i'm gonna snooze mm-hmm. so yeah he said I, he, yeah
1: he writes it in a way that's very intriguing and also just feels like a slice of life
0: yeah totally totally and there's just like the right amount of time right just the right amount of time so yeah that so was a good my, shout out that's
1: my good shout out so what about you james what's your open call this week
0: yo so my shout out is laundry next. <laughs> Laundry mats mats are awesome. They smell so So, good. So here's the scenario. I live in a building. It's about 16 units in the building. And we have, like, one washer and one dryer in the basement. And, like, the thing about this washer and dryer, are they're, like, super tiny. They're not good washer and dryers to begin with. You could probably only get, like, five pairs of drawers in there, and, like, it would be too full. And it doesn't do a good job washing or drying. They're always out of order. So I was like, "Fuck it. I'm going to take all the clothes down to the laundromat. We have like a laundromat about a couple blocks from where we live. And the thing about laundromats are they're just so amazing. So all the machines, they always have just like, Enough space. We so can put everything in one load. There's always a telenovela playing on the yes. screen. Yes, with incredible, with incredible, you
1: know, camera angles. I love
0: telenovelas. Yeah, there's Wi-Fi that is super slow, and you can't even watch your Netflix on there. <laughs> they got popcorn in there. I can well, make damn, some that's chains. That's lit man listen we didn't so, have popcorn in so I, yeah i mean like we i guess went, it still has cookies but like we yeah. didn't have popcorn. so i like i re-fell in love with the laundromat this morning um like i remember going to them so much as a kid you know we didn't have washer and dryers in our house so we Same. had to go to the laundromat Same. i used to like make a trip out of it i bring my own legos and blocks but as an adult i realized like i kind of really enjoy getting out of the house in my th- in my comfy comps, which are my sweatpants having a (laughs) cup of coffee and reading while looking at all of our clothes and underwear moving a little cycle. It's very, very like weirdly poetic and just kind of like meditative. So I like listen to music. I finished a book I was reading. um, I listened to more podcasts. I left, got some coffee, came back. Uh, I love laundromats. Laundromats are really great. And the thing I love about laundromats is the same reason why I love DMVs because they are are an area where no matter what your um, status, culturally or otherwise, you will get an uh, intervening of every piece of the neighborhood there. Mm -hmm. Because in the end, everyone has to get groceries. Everyone has to wash their clothes. Everyone has to get stuff on their vehicles mm-hmm. so you get a really good pulse of you know of your neighbors and you see your neighbors at the laundromat so Absolutely. it's like so yeah episode 42 42 42
1: like, like uh, Jackie Robinson. I was just about
0: to steal your joke hold up. Jackie Robinson
1: 42 what? yeah
0: yeah yeah Black History Month double whammy oh, or, 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 should, or should we say like a grand slam
1: oh oh my god <laughs> With your yep. baseball references Look at me
0: Look at me doing sports And I'm sports uh, and right Sports and hard Yeah So speaking of sports I want to give a shout out To the Chicago Podcast Co-op It has nothing to do with sports it, it has something to do with sports For letting us be a part of their network Appreciate And deciding guys. to throw us on there I want to give a special special shout out To another uh, Chicago Podcast Co-op show and that is, in fact, Your Stories. So, Cher, you want to tell me about Your Stories?
1: Your Stories is a weekly live show turned podcast completely created by our audience. We prompt our storytellers with a theme, and they craft a story or any other performance in response. And. I'm doing one.
0: What? Yeah. What? So I feel like that'd be perfect because literally after we finish this, Cher is about to like walk up in the other room and give a performance. So because make sure to listen. Because stupid
1: enough to let me do it. So Just stop.
0: <laughs> you're, you're great at what you do. Oh, so geez. make sure you listen to the latest Your Stories. I bet by the time this goes, but make sure you hear it. Cher's got a great story to tell all of you. Um, we also to give some other shout outs So another shout out to Cards of Humanity Thank you Cards Letting us use your recording equipment Your facilities Your facilities um, Another shout out to us for, uh, us. Yeah, for writing the script and the music. Who did that? Tell
1: me. U plus one F six zero C, which is the Unicode for this plus out emoji, and is m- James' magic- music cycle huh? Yeah, I Side do. Project. I do music under this that music name. <laughs> I had it and I didn't.
0: Yeah. Um, also, make sure to rate us rate on, us on iTunes. iTunes if you are loving this art that we are bringing you week to this week. This fresh ass art, son. Yeah, if you're enjoying all this delicious ear content, then. <laughs> <laughs> then make sure this you ear tell. Candy. Yeah, all this ear candy right here, right now. Yeah, right here.
1: This is what you're telling the the James Yeah, just hold it right there.
0: Make sure you rate us. Five
1: stars, five stars. Five only stars. five stars. Don't nothing lower than that. If you
0: rate me four stars, I will. Because that's petty. Me. I will. That that's is petty. petty. Um, it's like yeah.
1: uh, not good enough for five stars. We right. give you a four. Petty as fuck. Right. So don't
0: be petty. Don't. So don't be petty. Rate right. us five stars. Also recommend us on Overcast, please you use that on your iPhone or iPad hit that little star and recommend find us on Stitcher our Stitcher has been blowing up lately it has which is really really nice to hear yesterday so, I, I like
1: subscribed a couple people on Stitcher because that's something I do know I yeah. just like grab people's phones and just like yo you should listen to my podcast here here it is I'm gonna invade your phone for like two seconds boom yeah, so, done so legit your like, life is better now so legit
0: so. like if we you know are on the CTA and we see you like listening to like 1989 we're gonna grab your phone Tell podcast, you say, fuck, at, fuck off, fuck off, this shit. And then we're going to download our app on there, our podcast, or whatever. Um, also, like, if you really, really, really enjoy this, and you must have, because you made it all the way down here, you're still listening to our voices, mm-hmm. you should give us some money. Please. And there's a couple ways you can give us money. How can you do that? You can
1: go to openendedfm slash donate, and that will be a one-time donation or you can go to patreon.com slash open-ended where you can become a member starting at one dollar one dollar because what in this world can get for a dollar these days without tax man
0: yeah there are so many there are barely things you can get um one slider from white castle
1: you can get a mcchicken
0: i think and it's not even like a real mcchicken it's like the fake
1: one it's mcchicken it's not a chicken it's <laughs> a mcchicken
0: right what else can you get for a dollar um, um are there any drugs you can get for a
1: dollar you can probably get like A,
0: a, a small little roach <laughs> So don't get a roach Send us that money um, Roach allowed
1: <laughs> Those are words Those are words that you didn't think I knew huh. Huh. Huh.
0: <laughs> Also 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 laugh laugh things um, We want to know You know what you think so there's a couple yeah so honestly we can only make this a better podcast if you just tell us how it is so there's a couple ways you can do that we would love your feedback honestly um you can either do that at openended.fm slash contact on our website you can hit up our email at theopenendedpodcast at gmail.com or our twitter what's our twitter at openended.fm
1: and you can also follow us our individual um Accounts too. Oh like. yeah,
0: we got that. Yeah, we got yeah, that yeah. shit unlocked. Yeah, so I'm-, I'm trying
1: to get to 400. I'm three away. So like, guys, if you're listening to this and you haven't followed me on Twitter yet, uh- let's get to 400. I mean, like, that's not a lot of tw- followers, but. Damn it! I want to get to over four hundred. Yo,
0: help share get to four hundred. I both. got three
1: more followers, and also li- followers who are on there don't follow me. Yet. Don't don't be petty and don't follow me, so, I, so it was harder for me to get four hundred. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's at Share Musings. Share like the singer musings, like the television series That was in the television series of, of Thirty Rock, which was by Tracy Jordan.
0: Oh boy, that was a stretch, and. <laughs> And um, my Twitter handle is at underscore James T. Green because I see you at James T. Green. You are sitting on that handle. Just give it up. Bro. Don't be petty. Just give it up. Don't be petty. <laughs> just, be, yeah. We're, I think if you learn anything from this episode, just don't be petty. Just let me get the handle. Um, oh, yeah. One more thing. I want to give a shout out to Cher's new podcast that she has out. It's called. Gossip Girl So if you enjoy Listening to her Lovely lovely voice In your ear holes Week to week Why don't you get A double whammy of that yes. So Her And Good pal Friend of the show Subi Shaw At
1: Kale Hummus On the Twitter And all the other things That are matter As far as social media titles go
0: Yeah They Break down Gossip Girls Play by play Like Week it, to week
1: excrucially details about yeah. what's going on in the show, how we feel about their fashion, musical choices, and just what character is awesome and who's so. Why is she answering? Why is she answering? Why is she answering? And, and who are we? That's a secret, secret. we'll never <laughs> tell. You know you love us. XOXO. Cousin girls.
0: <laughs> Hi
1: guys, this is Cher. This is Subi. And we are... Gossip Girls, Girls. and uh, this is our inaugural episode. We are doing something we probably should have been doing. I don't know since the beginning of our friendship, yeah, or since September eighteenth, two thousand seven, when the first episode of Gossip Girl aired. Yeah, um, if you guys don't know who we are, so oh, you should go to Gossip Girls Pod at Twitter, or you can go to gossipgirls.simplecast.fm to listen to the show or subscribe to us on iTunes.
0: Yeah, and literally if somebody who does not watch Gossip Girls or did but still listens to the podcast, it's fucking funny. Yeah, so. you, don't
1: need to, you do not need to watch the show in order to yeah. listen to the podcast because we break it down so excruciatingly, like play-by-play play from frame to frame, you will not need to do it. But you also should because it's a great television show. Yeah, you should. And also, I'm going to give a shout-out to James's podcast. Yeah! Refresh with Alex Cox. It's such a good show. It's the, t- the tech podcast that he's always wanted to do, <laughs> that, I w- that I secretly think he wanted this show to be at first, and then it didn't turn out that way, so he did it on his own, which is totally <laughs> cool. And sometimes
0: I think he's cheating on me, but that's fine. This is Refresh, a show about things we plug in, program, and play with. I'm Alex Cox, and I am the
1: senior producer at Cards Against Humanity.
0: And I'm James C. Green, a conceptual artist, owner of a design and developing consultancy called On the Firefly, and fellow podcaster.
1: Okay, uh, let's just get into this. I fucking hate the design of the iPhone
0: 6. (laughs) Why?
1: Watching the keynote and getting so excited about the curved edges. And, you know, Johnny Ive is up there and with his his t-shirt. Yeah. (laughs) Just
0: looking like a delectable little... Englishman. Oh, I
1: just want to <laughs> lick that head. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> it's totally fine. I'm, I'm good with it, but like it's really good. To it's called Refresh. Like you can that. follow it on Refresh FM on Twitter, and you can also go to refresh um, dot FM to Listen are good to their RSS feed.
0: Yeah, we we pretty much just like go into like the complete complete nerdy corners of everything. Um, like we did our first episode about iPhone patina and um, iPhone enabled vibrators. Uh, we have two new episodes coming out soon, all about our email workflows and just incredible other things that. Honestly, I don't know why you would listen to that, but if you are into that sort of thing, please do. Please and I'm and, and I'm and
1: I'm and I'm putting my hand on the ring that I want to be on the show at some point so you guys can <laughs> criticize my iPhone flow because I have oh too boy. many photos and they're all terrible and labeled wrong. So yeah. I want Alex to like rip me a new one and uh, fix my life.
0: All right. So, yeah, um, I think we've hit towards the end of this it. lovely episode. So we did it. We did, until we did it. Until next yeah. week for episode Baby. 43. Oh, what Don't do worry we about tell them?
1: Keep things open you and night. You got down. somebody else over there. Don't worry about it, Keith. Over here
0: take care of business you wouldn't have to ask me no questions like that oh girl please that in um dryer sheets dryer, dryer sheets mm. Uh, i just want to wipe dryer sheets like on my neck okay and just you like smell a like a meadow like a like a, like a meadow <laughs> whatever whatever meadow smells like <laughs> whatever like a meadow smells like <laughs> i haven't gotten a meadow recently i live in a city because it smells like piss and oh, like no. and like and like and like and like
1: like dried (laughs) vial
0: you know it smells like piss and it smells like dried up hot dog juice so so I don't know what a metal smells like but yeah but it
1: smells like it smells like freedom
0: so uh, shout out to cities shout out to cities Cities. shout out to laundromats urban decay shout out to urban decay concrete jungles cuz nature what's that <laughs> we ain't got trees we don't have hills here <laughs> in chicago it's just flat as fuck <laughs> everything's flat so flat <laughs> <laughs>